you that from experience, yeah. brother. And like my kids see me too, man. Like that's a big deal to me too, because like I talk to my kids now, man. Uh and, and trying to navigate how to be a parent without the one person that was a hundred percent your parent. Yeah. And my pops, he gives me advice on different things, man. I love my pops to death, like, but you know, my mom was the one. So yeah. to yeah. not get that, to not hit her up and say this or say that. That that hits you sometimes, but and even then, dealing with the fact that I'm co-parenting with two people who are two totally different people in two totally different locations than where I'm at, so it's a different deal for me too. Yeah, about to take a sip real quick. <laughs> hey, cheers, brother! Keep good, keep us a good work, brother. You got it going. You know buddy. what? I, I I've been talking about it like it's not something that's happening, but like I took my son on. First January, he's with me full time. Like I'm a, like he's on spring break with his mom now, but like he's with me full time. And I guess you can say a pivotal moment is being a single parent father, full time single parent father. That just happened, you know what I'm saying? And like I feel like I'm doing good with it, but it's still stuff that I'm making steps here and there. But my boy, man, he a <laughs> he a little gangster, man. He a little. <laughs> You're a little me for sure. What's going on with you good people? It's your host, Drake. Be Drake with Everything Culture. The podcast for all cultures, the podcast with a purpose. And we're back with you this morning. This afternoon, this evening, with our guy KG. What's good with you, KG? Hey man, chilling. I'm blessed. We love beyond we, measure. Mm, we love blessed, especially beyond measure. Yeah. What 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 can't the Lord do? You boy, hear? I swear, you know, like <laughs> in the last couple of weeks, boy, they say it's been a I say test of faith, as they say. But yeah. I think, you know, trying to get myself to be right and do right. So I trust in the Lord. Amen, amen. That's the best person to think. Well, the best entity to trust, if anything else. Cause a man go fail you every time. You go fail yourself before anybody else will fail you. But we ain't go. We, we ain't here. To, we ain't here for that. <laughs> well, we, we, no, we always here for that. We can take that back. We almost here for that. But we're here to get to know more about you. This is the makings of KG. So if y'all are able to tune in with us, we want to say thank you first and foremost. We want to say, hey, please like, share, comment, um, tell somebody about this. They need to hear this. This is a Two men coming together, two black men coming together to get to know more about each other and share one of them about themselves to our community and to others. So once again, thank you for being here, KG. So you ready to get it going? Yeah, man. You caught me. I ain't got no haircut. I need to shave. Hey, man. My beard ain't as luxurious as yours, but, you know. Hey, see, that's what. We, see, if we had some brand deals right now, this would have been a great time to plug you. It would have been a great time to plug you, like. Hey. <laughs> hey, show my man some love. I like, know somebody out there with a black beard company, you know what I'm saying? Hey, we right here. I let my boy. Man. We right here. I let my boy. But Stop playing with Drake. Back to the makings of KG. KG, What's first question. Man? How would you describe yourself? Uh, I, I can say, man, I'm an extrovert, introvert. Um, I'm a people's person. I, I, I understand people are people. And... I talk to everybody who talks to me. I don't have a problem with anybody. 
and as people say, man, I, I'll trust you 100% in the beginning. You subtract that as, thing, as time goes past. So I think I'm a people's person, man. I love to laugh. I don't take a whole lot of things seriously. So, but I understand when the time is needed for seriousness. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. What cultures do you represent? Black. Mm. Uh, <laughs> used to make this joke. Uh, every time I'm around, I'm so people who don't know I'm in the military. Mm. And all views spoken right now are my own. They do not represent the United States military in any entity or factual or any way. These are all my views. I'm in the United States Navy. Uh, most times you get around people and, you know, other people of African descent and they'll be like, uh, half Trinidad, I'm half, you know, I'm from St. Croix, I'm all these things. And I'll be like, oh, well, I'm 50% black, 50% Mississippi. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's 100% nigga. Right. <laughs> I used to say because you start meeting other people and they do that. So I used to make that joke the whole time. But I don't, I haven't did any ancestry. It's all black to me. Mm. 100%. Mm. Love it. Love it. I know you slid in Mississippi. So what part of Mississippi you from? Jonestown. Jonestown. Northwest of the state. I'm an hour outside of Memphis. A little small town. No traffic light. Uh, they literally just built the um, roundabout from the town. So, like, there's no, like, traffic coming through the town like it used to be. You used to have semis come through the town. Now they can go around it. But small town, man, full of love, man. It's full of a little bit of everything. You got the violence. You got the poverty. You got, but it's, the love is strong out there. That's enough for me. Mm, mm. Love it. Love it. So, actually, you're, like, the third Mississippian on the show <laughs> um, we had somebody with um oh my gosh name just slipped my oh right here but she wrote a book oh my gosh she's part of the black collective up here in seattle it'll come to my name later but she's from the crossroads crossroads in mississippi crossroads i can't think of the town right Foxdale? now crossroads it's one of the crossroads where jazz started or blue where blue the blues started, started. yeah yeah she's from Clarksdale, yeah. something like that for real mm -hmm. that's right around the corner for me bro i went to high school in Clarksdale. i'm gonna I'm shout out later she's good people though she up here in seattle real good people. oh man that's, that's wild like legit Clarksdale is like a good 10 15 minute drive for real it's i went to like i said i went to high school in Clarksdale. Oh man, so small world. Tell yeah, you. good people though. Yeah, hey, I That's appreciate you. Hey, you know, because good people come from good places. Hey, you already you know, know man. Count South Seal for Leo, baby. You know <laughs> so, do you mind sharing your age with us? Oh, I'm 37. Be 38. Uh, June 8. Okay, you kind of June 8. What's that? What's that? What's that? Is that? Gemini. Gemini. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> wow. That's what we're talking Oh, that's what we hey, doing. Hey, I, I, my, my biggest love in life is a Gemini. So I can't knock it. It's just like, hey, appreciate y'all. <laughs> hey, man. You know something? I didn't even know, man. Uh, Kanye West. I shared the same birthday as Kanye West, and I didn't even know. I knew he was a Gemini, but I didn't know. Exactly. That was his birthday. I was like, stop it. Love it. Love it. Hey. Shout out to the Gemini's out there. We appreciate y'all, both of y'all's. Um, so, tell us a little bit. How, well, how would you describe your childhood and your upbringing? So, my mom had eleven kids, mm. and she was a single parent mom, but she wasn't single. Grandma, my aunties, and like my, you know, the older brothers and older siblings. Siblings, I'm number nine, so 
we all raised each other. You know, the town, we, we grew up in that town where a village raised a child. Yeah. And you can trust the village to help raise your children. So I feel like we were, we were brought up pretty well, man. I, um, like, we, we, we suffered two houses burned down. Wow. Like, but we, but the town came together to help us to make sure we was good. In a time where, you know, you, you might have to go set up a GoFundMe. You didn't have to do that. You know, church came together with the love funds and, you know, and it's crazy that, you know, with the 11 kids, we was kind of like different churches. Yeah. My mom's church and my grandmother's church wasn't the same, but both churches came together to make sure our house was good and stuff like that. So I uh, I feel like my upbringing was pretty well. Like I said, it was that time where you could trust the, trust the city. You know what I'm saying? Like the trust was bigger than that then. You know, you can't say that you can trust the village as much as you used to. Mm-hmm. You got to get to know the village, get close to the village, but... We uh we came together at that point. And I was I can I can say I'm grateful for that. Already love it. Thank you, man. I that's something that we consistently strive for here on Everything Culture. You know that village mindset, that community. And thank you for being part of our community. I'll tell you that first and foremost. Um, so what were the roles of the caregivers in your household? So my mom, my grandmother, man. Uh, the roles for the most part were. H-E-R. Uh the head was my mom was of course our head, but my grandma was the head of the household still. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So she taught us just as much as my mom did. And my mom, she did this thing where she wanted us to know how to take care of ourselves no matter what. Mm. So she took a few of us to do things every time she did something. She would take a few of us to go grocery shopping, teach us how she grocery shopped. Take a few of us to do the laundry. You know, a few of us was to clean the house. When she was cooking, there was three or four of us in the kitchen while she was cooking. So we could see what she was doing and how she was doing it so that we knew how to take care of ourselves, you know, and that stuff that I take with me now. I still cook chicken the same way she used to. Mm. You know, different recipes come out here and there, but like, if you wanted to make, if you want to make it, you got to make it with love. And I think that uh, soul, when it comes to soul food, it's different. So people think that soul food is, oh, you throw all this salt and all this salt. No, real soul food takes time. Yes. It's patience. So if it takes you five minutes to fry chicken, you didn't cook it with salt. You know what I'm saying? You cooked it with an air fryer. I do that sometimes. But <laughs> if you sat there and you let the you let the let the oil sit for a bit, then you put it on. That's how it comes out. You know what I'm saying? And she taught us how to do that. She taught us, hey, put it right here. You know, we all impatient here and there, but you wanted to taste the way she wanted it to be made. You take your time. Mm. Talk to him. You know, it's none of that. What's the what's on TikTok now? Everybody's so creative. It was none of that. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. You get that. Um. Yeah. Nah, man. My mom. Like we did it all in the. Because the truth is, I mean, like, I'm not going to sit here and make a body. Like, I don't use YouTube to learn how to do certain things the way people do it now. But my mom had already taught me how to do laundry. She had taught me how to do all this stuff. I, don't fold, I didn't fold my clothes with the arms back until I was, like, 20. Mm, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I was yeah. still folding sideways on. <laughs> but then, you know, the military taught me how to fold a different way, too. So I fold like that sometimes, too. 
man appreciate you appreciate you if you're just now tuning in we are listening and learning a bit about our kg i got kg this is the makings of kg so thank you for coming through thank y'all for listening make sure to share like leave a comment show some love you know if you're listening or if you're watching and watching oh lord thank you appreciate you so kg how do you feel about your education so far in life Ooh. man um so I think my mom, she set us up a good way to do certain things. But then, like, my brother, my oldest brother told me a while back, like, life going to teach you more than I can ever teach you. Mm. Life going to hit you harder than it ever teach you, you know. This is before Rocky even came out talking about it, you know what I'm saying? And I think that coming from where I came from and learning the way I learned from there, then being in the military and learning the different experiences with people, man, um, it hits you. It hits you harder than you expected it to hit you. It hits you differently from what you thought it would. But um, I think I've learned more about myself through my failures than anything. Mm. I've learned more about myself through my failures. I've learned more about myself through my experience. And I think the military opened it up for me because going overseas and being in other cultures, mm. And seeing how they live life and how they did things was like, yo, that's wild. Yeah. And I think that's one of the biggest things that I learned too. And then I wasn't a big reader growing up. Like, full disclosure, I joined the Navy because I hated school. Mm. Hated school. Um, I thought, you know, three hots in a cot. My cousin suggested it. Uh, Still in the military, so I ain't gonna say what happened prior to me coming in. But, <laughs> uh, but I will say that you know, going into the military and like doing dealing with certain things, like I said, I wasn't a big avid reader. I wasn't one of those people search for knowledge. I'm a doer, so if I'm doing it, I know what I'm doing. Get in there. But if I don't, then. It's not that important to me until it's needed to be important to me now. Yeah. I read more too, so that that's a big deal. Good book will get you. And you know, hey, I'll put it to you this way. One of the things that's shifted me too, Scarface book. When Scarface wrote a book. I'll never forget it. Scarface is my favorite rapper that's alive, right? And Scarface wrote this on the back Breakfast Club, and he said, if you want to hide it from him, put it in a book. Big fact. I went and got his book. I read his book. And that's when I started reading more. There's so much that I started reading and looking at. I was just like, yo, it's a lot of knowledge out here that I didn't have prior to that I have now. Love that. Man, love it, love it. Shout out to Brad Jordan. Hey, anyway. You know? <laughs> Big Brad. Yeah, people don't know who we talking about, man. Okay. Man, Scarface. Like I tell people, like Scarface is my favorite rapper. That's a lie. That whole King of the South thing and that whole controversy when it came out. I still feel like Scarface was that, but I I definitely respect that man. You know, we out of Houston, and Scarface didn't want to entertain it. He like. Y'all young books and have yeah, you know what I'm saying? Y'all, like, y'all oh, got we, it. oh, we need titles. Yeah, he was like, I y'all already know, know who I am. You know? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
I ain't gonna get into that Willie Foo Foo stuff, but shout out, shout out to the Ghetto Boys, Scarface. Hey, dope podcast. One podcast I yeah. respect and love. Yeah, man. But yeah. I definitely check those out. I, I check them out because they show love to all those guys who who were coming up when I was coming up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Love it, love it. Okay, our next question. What was your first sense of responsibility? Woo! Um... So I joined the military at 18, fresh out of high school. Um, fresh out of high school, I don't know where I'm doing, what I'm going. My cousin was in the army. I initially wanted to join the army. They didn't call me back. I joined the Navy, but I ended up in Korea for the first time. Like my first place was Korea. He was in Korea. That was cool. Like we met while we were out there and we hung out. Um, Realizing that even though I could call my mama when I had a problem, she couldn't fix them. I had to fix them all myself. Mm. So, like, to join the military, leave home, then go to a foreign country, any and all things that I did was completely mine. You know, that's when I realized or felt the grownness that I wanted. Because mm. I was just telling my kid, I never wanted to be a doctor or lawyer. I wanted to be grown because... You couldn't be in the room when grown folks was talking. <laughs> you can get your own McDonald's when you grown and got your own money. When you like, once that once I realized, oh, I, all I gotta do is be grown. Easy. That's what I want to be. I don't need to be a doctor. I don't need to be all that. I just want to be grown. Mm, talk Boy, cool. <laughs> grown was different. Grown was different. It was like it was a little bit more exclusive. You, yeah, you know what I'm saying? You couldn't be on the porch when all the grown-ups were on the porch. Go in the house. What? Couldn't be in the house when all the grown-ups was in the house. What? No outside. See, you about to see. See, we we here for the making of KG right now. See, but you about to see that we can start a whole conversation about that. <laughs> you know how the culture has changed. Crazy, how man. you it's recognize different. when the little the young ones like they're allowed to speak in grown folks' conversation is you know, man. I think that's kind of had a breach in our culture because we allow these kids to be adults at a such a young age or be in adult spaces in such a young age. And the line's been blurred a little bit. You feel me? Because I, I like everything you're saying, I grew up the same way. Man, it it, it was once again, it's an honor, you know, but now these kids don't have to really take any responsibility to want to be grown because they already getting the man. I we could. Again, hey, hey. It's a whole conversation we outside go, of it. I think that could be a point of the, um, the Father's Day and the Mother's Day conversation. This Boy, year. But we, 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 we just drop to. a little that. We could drop a little. Don't make, hey, don't mess around and make me catch this flight back up. There. Hey, hey. You we know what I'm saying? We, we make it we happen. If I catch it early. <laughs> hey, we don't make excuses, baby. We make results over here. So, okay. That's good. So, how are you disciplined growing up? Oh, whoopings all day. Mm. All, day. all day. <laughs> I don't think, hey. Let me let me let the world know and understand this. Like, my grandmother worked at my elementary school mm. as a. She retired from my elementary school. She was a cafeteria worker. Oh, that love! Imagine getting a whooping from the principal when you got in trouble. Then getting a whooping from your grandmother at the school when you got in trouble. Then getting a whooping from your mama when you got home when you got in trouble. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like. We out here talking about child abuse for one, like 
I understand them, dude. <laughs> Yo, it's three whoopings in a day. I caught those like multiple times. Did I just you- got through talking about this because my kid, my son, does stuff, and all I can think is karma. <laughs> mm. <laughs> you know, I look at him and say, "Man, that was me." Mm. It's karma, hundred percent. Like, but I remember those. I remember those. Whippings. Go get your own switch. <laughs> I remember all that. Man, try to come back with the shortest one. But, it, it, but, you, but you don't know. You got to get that right. Get the short one. They get a little quicker with it, though. You know. But we, we ain't here to talk. <laughs> Boy, I went and got one that was the right size because I figured, you know, I get leniency. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, when your when your crime or your punishment, you know, your crime is so heinous. It's like, who? Hey, and you got hey, we live with eleven. Yeah, I can only imagine. Mm. Okay, okay, okay. Love it. Thank you. Thank you. Um, what were and what are your beliefs? So I grew up Baptist. Uh I was a Sunday school secretary, usher at the church, grew up Baptist. Since um uh, make no mistake, I believe in God. I remember having this thought process that my thought process was just too many people and too many church telling me how God says something. Mm. If I just believe in God, I'm okay. But, you know, the Methodist church telling me I got to do this. The Baptist church is telling me I got to do this. You know, and things of that nature. But if you just believe in God, it's the, because this is the faith of a mustard seed last time I checked. Mm. However, if you don't do something this way, you don't do it that way, you're still in the wrong. Mm. So I believe in a higher power. Lately, I've been going to this church. It's a Pentecostal church. And uh, I guess in the Baptist sense, you get baptized in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. However, you're supposed to go down in the name of Jesus. And uh, I'm not going to lie. Like, my faith is tested daily. But I believe in God. I believe that, you know, you have to dedicate yourself to the Lord it's just more so about who should I listen to yeah. and that's the core that's the question that I'm currently dealing with as far as faith to go who should I listen to should I listen to this guy who says I need to go down and get baptized in the name of Jesus because I was baptized in the name of the Father the Son and the Holy Ghost or do I actually need to be baptized in order for God to even want me to be in heaven it's a question, and you know, I question my faith as far as questioning the answers that I get from certain things. But I love church, and I love the family that you feel and the camaraderie that I feel when I'm in church. It's just I'm always second guessing myself as far as as well as second guessing the people who are listening to. Me. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm at a crossroads myself of trying to figure out what my faith needs to be what it should be that's where i'm at right now absolutely understand thank you for sharing brother for real the a lot of people need to hear that so you know keep on searching keep on using his word his word yes and have your faith yes. in that as well no y'all will pass the plate around later so hey g bless me <laughs> who has been the biggest influence in your life definitely my entire family mm-hmm. um my mom was my biggest influence because I've always looked to her. And I felt that all of us came and we 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 definitely took our cues from her. 
and my grandmother, but I think it's different now because as I've gotten older and my mom has since moved on, with my brothers and sisters, man, I think that they're, they're the biggest influence coming up too. You know, I still take the cues of thinking about my mom and things of that nature. But she was the the greatest influence on my entire life would be my mother. Mm. And then my family comes after that as a whole because, you know, we don't always talk every day. You don't text every day. Yeah. But if I'm at that point where I just need somebody, I got 10 other numbers to call. You know what I'm saying? You sure? I got 10 numbers to call. <laughs> um, somebody going to pick up. Somebody going to be there for me. Uh, and then at the same time, I, we talk about my mom's side, but my dad's side had a pretty good, a big impact on me as well. Like, my dad has, he had five kids with my mom, but he also has another three sons and a, and a, and a daughter. And no lie, there's been times where me and my sister on my dad's side didn't talk, but if I called her and told her, hey, I'm, you know, she's in Chicago. Hey, I'm in the city. I need your help. She's there. Same thing for the brothers. Uh, it's one, we don't talk as much, but I got no beef with them. I think that we don't talk. We just don't talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I ain't never said, I ain't never had to call on him either. So I can't say he wouldn't be there. I just haven't never called on him. Yeah. And me and my pops, our relationship is good. I didn't feel like it was at one point, but the truth is, you know, you don't always got to talk to somebody every day to, to show that you love them. Mm. You just got to love them. It's maturity right there. Love that. Appreciate that. All right. So, we need your recommendations. All right. Give us a book, a television series, and a movie. Uh, so, <laughs> books, I'm going to give you two Atomic Habits, okay. Talking to Strangers. By Malcolm Gladwell. I can't think of who Atomic Habits is by. Actually, let me give you another one. Uh, the Energy Bus. Energy Bus. Yeah, by John Gordon. Okay. Those three books are so, my three favorite books. Man. Um, uh, one for you. And this is anybody want to read it. It's called The Awkward Black Man. I, it's, it's, it's a book with a bunch of small stories. That's a really good book, too. I feel that if you're an African-American male... As you're reading the book and all the stories that goes from every chapter, you'll find yourself in one of the people in the stories. Mm. And if you don't find yourself, you'll find somebody you know. Uh, a TV show. A TV show, two TV shows that I like. Uh, Kevin Saves the World. Uh, and God Friended Me. God Friended Me. God Friended Me. Both shows were canceled. Yeah, I was like, I don't know these. Both shows were canceled, but both shows were both shows were stories about people who were doing people who were doing random things to save people or do good by people, as if it was a religious style thing, like God told them to do it. However, it just shows one of those things that ordinary people can make a a huge impact in somebody's life. Because you don't always have to do anything crazy. You don't have to be a superhero to do these things. You can just do them and you'll help people in some way. Oh. Um, a movie. A movie. 
I'm a big movie guy, man. I love watching movies. Uh, but a movie that inspires or I think that should be something that people watch is, um, man, that's hard. That's a different one for me, too, because there's so many, so many good movies out there, so many inspiring movies, man. Uh, but my favorite movie of all time is Who's the Man? Who's the Man? Who's the Man with Dr. Dre and Ed Lover? Dang, you took it back on that one. That was my that's, my that's one of my favorite movies in the world, bro. Like real talk, that's one of my favorite movies. Man. Man. Who's the man? Uh, my homeboy. It was it's his favorite movie, but I love it too, man. I'm gonna get you something. Oh, oh yeah, now that's I got that in the, the classics. I got man. that DVD over there somewhere. The classics, man. Penitentiary, the oh. first one. Hey, that's that's the I movie. just tweeted. Someone asked, "What's the movie that messed you up in life?" And I said, "Penitentiary 2. Man, no, nah, uh, nah, Penitentiary the first one. Like, I think that that's a good movie, but at the same time, like it's a it's an old classic, man. People don't even know about it. It's a hey, half dead. Hey, whatever the one with that. That I was I was too young. Watch, we were the, we the same age, but that that baby powder scene. Yeah. Is, oh my god. Boy, hey, when I tell you that kept hey, me out of trouble, he's trying to go, no, not Why, like, oh, my God. The busted the buster. I was like, nah. I was too young watching that, man. I think my man. family was trying to break. Hey, it worked. That, oh, I, man. Penitentiary was a, was a movie, man. That's an old school. And that's another thing about me, too. Like, that old stuff, like the, the classic stuff, man, I love it. Oh, yeah. We like, have- it's the nostalgic of it, man. I love it. So, See, let I, me walk past. Let me let me be breezing through the TV, and I'm gonna get you suck on. Oh, watching yeah. it easily. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm watching it. That's culture right there. You know, I've been you know dropping head on mine. I've been trying to pull something together where we watch a TV series together. I started a little bit, then I fell off. But I want to do something kind of like culture classics. It's kind of like what Serenity does, but on yeah. a larger scale, where yeah. we bring other. It's, I'm gonna start it with black folks, then start off with other um, cultures and talk about movies that they consider classics in their community of cultures. My homeboy had the uh, black cinema classics, man. Mm. All the shafts, white girl, black girl, all the pale girl, Foxy Brown, all of it, man. I, I, I definitely went and now that the world is digitized, I got yeah. it on a hard drive. But love them all, man. Trump Turner. You know what I'm saying? People don't even realize who Trump Turner is, man. That's a classic Isaac Hayes, man. You said, man, man, that's Trump Turner. (laughs) (laughs) Man, like, I love it, man. Um, We didn't get a chance to watch it all, you know what I'm saying, all the time when I was growing up. We knew the movies existed, but we didn't get a chance to see them as much because we had a VCR, Yeah, but we had whatever was available. Little Women was was a VHS that we had. So I watch Little Women. They don't know nothing about You know what I'm saying? Like, I watch, you know what I'm saying, the Sisterhood of Traveling Pants. You know what I'm saying? Um, Rye Green Tomato. Yeah. Like, if it was on VHS and we could get it, I watched it. So that's what I watched. Um, A River Ran Through It. Like, I watched all that. So, like, I've seen those movies. I remember those movies. That's all we had. Hmm. <laughs> Had Rugrats, man. The orange tape. Oh, well, don't get us started into that, man. 
My bad, my bad. Nah, you good. You good. I'm rolling with it. We rolling with it, baby. If y'all tuning in, you know, y'all listening to the makings of KG with everything culture. Thank y'all for being here. So, on to our next question. KG, if you had a magic phone, okay, call up who you want to call up. I mean, you can call anybody, whether you know them or not. If they real or fiction, they hear it or they're still here, they've gone to the upper room. Who would you want to call? Give me three people. Three people that I called if they were here right now, and I could pick up a phone call. You know, it don't, they don't number have to one, be even here. Just three people. Just any. Number one is going to definitely be my mom. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, we used to talk like once a week, and I haven't had a chance to have that. Mm. Like, so I definitely call her off, off the top, man. Um, and we just talking. Like just having a conversation. Just a conversation. As long as you want to just whatever. It's crazy because like after that is both like both grandmothers. You know what I'm saying? Like after that is my mom and both grandmothers, man, at the end of the day. But if we were just talking about like because these are people I wanna talk to. Yeah. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like now if you're telling me, hey, it's all about the mind space I'm in as well. Like if you're telling me, hey man, you're in this mind space, you can talk to anybody. And all you want to do is talk, these are people you just want to talk to. Just get, just to get that five-minute conversation with, it's those three. But if you're telling me that I can't, if I'm in the mind space of making money, I'm going to, I'm calling the richest guy I know that could probably give me tips on what I can do. Um, if you're telling me that I'm, it's a possibility that I can get a position or something like that in the military. Like, I'm calling those type of people, like... I think for me, it's the mindset I'm in. Now, at this exact moment as you speak to me, of course, we're talking about nostalgic. I want to talk to my mom and both grandmothers because I want the five-minute combos with them. But if you're telling me I'm in a different mindset, I might want to talk to Tupac. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, Pac. Because, you know, him being a Gemini, like... Not surprised. <laughs> being a Gemini... I feel like there's somebody told me that they I remind them of the way Tupac was in a movie or something like that. And I said it could be a hundred percent true, but like if I it's the mindset that I'm that I would be in, yeah. That's where it would come from for me. Love it, love it, man. Thank you, thank you. So those are some good calls right there, brother. Oh man. So on to our next question. What has been an impactful moment in your life? Um, uh, I'm many. <laughs> I'm many. I so many. Um, I bring up the military because I think that a lot of people don't realize that your mindset changes with the environments that you're in and the people you deal with. Now, I can tell you three pivotal moments in my life. Number number one. So, full disclosure, I have two kids. I have a son and a daughter. I cheated on my ex and got another one pregnant. My kids are 30 days apart, right? And for a month, and for like, I guess for like a good couple of months to a year, like I was embarrassed about it. But at the end of the day, like my kids are seven. My son just turned seven on March 21st. My daughter's going to turn seven April 20th. Judge me how you want. Say what you want about it. But my kids are awesome. And I see me in them. You know what I'm saying? I see me in my kids. So having to understand that I'm about to have to help raise two people like was a big deal for me. Yeah. 
Um, my current rank is E7 in the Navy. And for a while, I thought I was going to make it because the people had me thinking that I was going to be it. And there was times where I didn't make it. I just said, okay, be okay with not making it. Mm. Just not yours. But do what you're supposed to do as it comes. And I met a mentor in the Navy, ITCM, Master Chief, highest rank you can get as an enlisted. Uh, she helped me have, she felt, she helped me have um, passionate leadership, helping mold somebody and putting them in a better position. Not just being friendly or pushing through type deal, like, hey, get them to the next point type deal, but helping them get to the next level as a person and in their, in their career. She helped me find passion in that. And like, I think that was a pivotal moment. And then the passing of my mom, you know, like you know, having something that I'm super duper emotionally tied to die off helped kill some of my emotions. So those were the three pivotal moments for me. Wow, wow. A lot happened in between, but those are three pivotal moments for me because, like, as far as the military thing goes, she helped me find passion into it and the way she does things and how she did things. But, and then, like, me making E7 last year, that was a big deal. And I owe it in part a lot to her. But then, like, who I am as a person and all that, you know what I'm saying? That's my mom. Uh, When she passed, like, a lot of me died when she passed. And I'm still trying to like revive some of it, but it's not all there. Take your time, bro. Take your time. That's what I can tell you. You know, um, you know, can continue to lean on siblings you got, your family members, your loved ones, your support system and things of that nature. But it's it's a it's a process. I can tell you that first and foremost. Okay. It ain't gonna ever be the same. No, I tell people no. that all the time. And they gonna ever be the same. And what they say, grief ain't got no time limit, man. Hey, hey, at it all. Don't, it don't always, it don't just come up, show up, dap you up and leave. Yeah. It leave, come back, pop in, pop out. Yup, yup, yup. It's one of those things. But you made, once again, the best thing I can tell you, um, fill yourself up with people that care about you. Moments. Times that you can, you know, like you say, you lost some things. But you gotta start filling up with some more. I'm hey, what's going on? It's your host, Drake. Be Drake with everything culture. Just wanted to butt in real quick and ask for y'all support. Now y'all know I greatly appreciate all the love that you're showing listening to the show. But I have to ask, could y'all please leave us a review? And if you don't know how to leave a review, don't worry. I got you. You can go to Apple Podcasts, find everything culture. Make sure to click on the name of the show. Scroll down to where you see ratings or reviews. Please hit that five stars or just leave your honest opinion. Then right under that, you can drop us a review. Um, leave a subject line, the catchier, the better. And just tell us how you feel. That goes a long way with supporting us. But let's say you don't have an iPhone. What should you do then? We got you with that too. You can go right over to Spotify, find everything culture again, and you just want to hit on the ellipses at the top right, and it will pop up where you can rate the show. They see? 
there you go there you have it now make sure to subscribe to us on youtube and anywhere else you may listen to everything culture um we greatly appreciate your support we love y'all and let's get back to the conversation let's get back to the show peace Brother, like my thing. kids see me too, man. Like that's a big deal to me too, cause like I talk to my kids now, man, uh, and and trying to navigate how to be a parent without the one person that was a hundred percent your parent. Yeah. And my pops, he gives me advice on different things, man. I love my pops to death, like, but you know, my mom was the one. So yeah. to not get that, to not hit her up and say this or say that. That that hits you sometimes, but and even then, dealing with the fact that I'm co-parenting with two people who are two totally different people in two totally different locations than where I'm at. So it's a different deal for me too. Yeah. About to take a sip real quick. <laughs> <laughs> hey, cheers, brother. Keep good keep us a good work, brother. You got it going. You know what? I, I I've been talking about it like it's not something that's happening, but like I took my son on First January, he's with me full time. Like I'm a, like he's on spring break with his mom now, but like he's with me full time. And I guess you can say a pivotal moment is being a single parent father, full time single parent father. That just happened, you know what I'm saying? And like I feel like I'm doing good with it, but it's still stuff that I'm mixing steps here and there. But my boy, man, he a <laughs> he a little gangster, man. He a little. <laughs> A little me for sure. I love that boy. I love that man. Oh goodness! Once again, thank y'all for being here. How you feeling? Me? Yeah, I'm good, man. I, I so to be totally honest with you, these aren't things that I haven't told people that, that care about me and that know me. So I think that if this was like my first time decompressing and giving you all this, I could I can I can feel the emotions that I would have in a sense. But you know. I, I have I have a great support system, man. Yeah, already. The people who love me love me, man, and I appreciate them. And I'm not gonna sit here and lie to you like I talk all the time, because I don't. I don't. People might wanna get in and I'd be like, yeah, talking <laughs> don't really feel like the big you know what I'm saying? Like, what we why are we talking about this? This is that it's not a big deal. I know. So who makes up your support system? Man, there's so many people, bro. That's the thing. Like you start calling names and you miss them when you get in trouble. But <laughs> <laughs> this show, show, this is the making. Nah, of man. Me, baby. So, I, I tell you this though, because um, some people feel like I, I, I tell people I'm emotionally unavailable because the truth is, like, I don't always have them. Mm. But a, a big deal for me is like my youngest sister, number eleven. She's my rock. Like, real talk. Like, all my sisters are amazing. Number 11 and number two are mine. Like, they, they, because two, she, she's born two days before. Call them anytime, man. All the time, man. Love them to death. Me and my brothers don't always speak. We don't talk all the time. We don't text all the time. But it ain't never a time that we don't reach out that we need to reach out to each other. Yeah. Um, but my youngest sister and my other sister, my nephew, my nephew, CJ. Like, I don't know if you're going to see this or not, but CJ is the guy, bro. Like, CJ is, oh, man, CJ, he stayed with me for a little bit. He looks out for me. If I'm ever in a jam, I call CJ. CJ got me. Saying my niece. Like, my family's solid, bro. Like, 
But then you got my mentor. She's awesome. Love her to death. Uh, I want to shout out the uh, the minister. You know what I'm saying? He cuts my hair. And I go, you know, because I believe in that that ambiance of a barber shop when it comes to black barbers. Mm, you go to the barber shop and you, your barber is your therapist. He's your I'm he's that. everything, man. So. When I first got to California, I ain't had that. And when I found him and I sat down in his chair, man, like we sit, we talk about it all. And like he's the minister at the church that I go to. So, and like we've had real conversations and we have real conversations when we're talking. And I appreciate that for him. Um, you about to make me dig into the season one. <laughs> season one behind a paywall, but we have a whole conversation in the bar, in a barbershop in Houston talking about the importance of barbers. Yo, man, that's. The barber gotta be that. A black barber be specific too. Yeah. So that him. Um, I got friends, man. I got friends, my boy Stan. Um, my boy Cass. Me and Cass been knowing each other my whole Navy career. He was together with we was like, that's my brother from another mother. Um so many people. Amber, uh Megan. Um, man, there's so many people, and it's crazy because, like I said, I'm a people person, so the list goes on for me because I talk to people, I engage with people, I connect with people. Yeah. So my my list is my list is long. Yeah, we got those Randy. No, I was just gonna say though, I got a group that is like we sit in the room and talk, and it's nothing but positivity and love. And even when it was a negative thing that happened, we make light of it. It's the funniest thing, man. Because you guys, Serenity, Ugo, uh, Hazel, Wade, Will, Will, my guy. Hey, you up next, Will. All right. Yo, Will is, hey, listen, man. I don't care what nobody say, man. You, They know not to even make jokes about Will when I'm in the room. I can't let it happen. Uh, Carlissa. That's, so that's how I got started on TikTok, though. Uh, my friend Carlissa, I ended up having like I got COVID, and she was like, "Make TikToks. You ain't got nothing else going on. You might as well make them." And I used to send them to Carlissa. She was, you know, this was funny. Post it. That's exactly how it went. Oh, you had a prayer. You had someone to review your thing. You know, like, she would send me. She would say, "This was funny. This wasn't funny. <laughs> Change this and do that." Like Carlissa was big homie, but man, there's so many people. Like my cousin. I stayed with my cousin leaving before I left Virginia. She solid to and through her and her husband. Her husband was in the Navy. He retired. Shout out to Milestone. <laughs> uh, she has a mental health company and she has an agency. And she has it in Mississippi and she also has it in uh, Virginia. But both of them, man, I love them to death. Like I said, my support system is vast and amazing because I, I love good people. And I surround myself with them. So my support system is tough, man. I love that, man. I love that. I don't hear that often. So I really appreciate it. Hey, and we, see, see, I'm going to talk to y'all for a little bit. <laughs> I got to. But you see how he talked about his upbringing and the church and how the churches came together, supported his family, the community, and you see how he's still building that? Okay. Just saying, this wants y'all to recognize the connection if you don't recognize the connection. But we're going to continue with that. KG, what's your theme song? Man. 
Hey, hey, hey. So, man, it has changed over the years. Sorry, all man. the time, man. Hey, different seasons, different got seasons, different, different okay. things, man. Um, I'm from Mississippi, man. So you already know, like my first song gonna come from Banner, man. Like mm. uh, David Banner featuring Twister. I put that on everything. Okay, okay. you know what I'm saying. Um, my next thing song gonna come from Crit. You know, like. And like you say, man, you know, like, I, man, I got a playlist in my phone that go through it all, man. Like, I remember, you know, when you had your, when you had a point where you like, you know what I'm saying, you mad and everything. It's it's play or fly, man. Nobody needs nobody. That's like my hometown theme song, man. Uh, Yo Gotti full time. Uh, man, my theme song changes too, though. Like I said, like it's going to, Creek going to definitely be in there with, uh, Just put the album on. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he did a freestyle called King. It ain't on nothing like it ain't on. You might hear it on Spotify. You might see it on like SoundCloud, but the uh, it's a freestyle basically. And he just go. Then he started adding them to the mixtapes and things like that. King, man, I listen to everything though. Like you might be in the car with me and you hear Kurt Franklin say, "Bless me." <laughs> and then you hear three six mafia talking about hit them all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I listen to everything, man. Anybody who's ever been in the car with me knows that. Hey, my wife don't understand me for nothing. <laughs> I go from Yolanda Adams to a little yo, bit of UGK. Yo, you might hear. So, I told somebody. I remember when I went through my breakup. Like I was listening to Ed Sheeran, mm. like hard. I was listening to Ed Sheeran. I be listening to Louis Capaldi now, like it's like it's going out of style. But I tell someone too, like if if you see me in my office and you listening to the music, you'll think like I'm just going through it. But I work better with sad music than I do with hype music. Mm. Mm. Dermot Kennedy, that kid, man, that guy got me. Oh man, um, oh what's the, what's the dude Bernard? He, they people are just now people been knowing about him. Oh, he just had a tiny disc. You know, they, hey, hey, um. We ain't talking about me. We talking about OG. <laughs> yeah, we get to talk about music. Hey, we can be here all night, man. Hey, hey, but we rolling, man. We rolling. We rolling. Let's get to this next question, baby. Oh, how would you define joy? Duran, yeah. How would I define joy? Yeah. I would define it by... Uh, I would define it by the... Uh, surroundings, man. I uh, like I say, you know what I'm saying. I love seclusion too. Like I love being in the house doing absolutely nothing. Like that peace that comes with it that brings me joy. Yeah, that yeah. that calmness, that nothingness of extra. You don't have to put forth the effort and things of that nature, man. That's when I feel complete joy, and I would define it as. The ability to feel happiness with nothingness. Ooh. Let them know. Let them know. I love that. Defining, feeling happiness within nothingness already, baby. Okay. What privileges do you benefit from? Oh, being a man, 
uh, being a black man, being uh, my rank in the military. Mm. Uh, I'm going to say this and I don't know how people are going to take it. Being an absent father. Uh, being in the military, I've been away from my kids for so long. So like that staying up all night to being around a kid because they kept you up all night. I didn't have to deal with that. The moms did, but I didn't. Um, the having to be the sternness sometimes, whereas you know you don't get to see daddy all the time. So when you see him, you know what I'm saying like, oh, it's happiness because daddy's here. However, you know, daddy didn't change your diapers or clean the sheets when you peed in the bed and things of that nature. Like that absence of a father is a privilege because you don't have to go through the work. Cool. Mm. Um, <laughs> um, I think that another privilege that I have is my I, one of the biggest privileges that I have is uh, understanding of who I am and how I am. Mm, that's big. So there's definitely <laughs> it's a TikTok I did. It was like that last part wasn't necessary. Mm. That last part wasn't necessary, and. I think for me, when I hear, you know what I'm saying, uh, people make quipes and little quips and stuff like that about things, I'm always like, now there's a moment that I can just be petty and say something, but I realize I don't need to. And for people who don't realize that they don't need to, they don't they don't share that same privilege. Uh, I'm being bothered. Like, and this is something that I think I deal with with like my kids' mom sometimes. Like they might say something and I'll be like, I like with the expectation of an argument and I was like well, well no nah, that energy don't belong to you I can't give it to you you know what I'm saying mm. you know that that is being a bigger person that is the opposite of being petty that's what you basically saying but you know that's a conversation for later you know that's absolutely a conversation we, for later we definitely yeah but we appreciate you being for who you are my brother hey, that, that, you know, I mean I don't you know, know how y'all maybe you have to come back tomorrow for party <laughs> hey, hey how about you if you good on time we real uh uh it's, it's about 15 minutes probably okay I man but, my, my, hey my I, baby girl I appreciate Even it then, man like I said you know I'm here till Wednesday hey hey, hey like Be you here. say though Hey, if I can't bring, hey, what Toby told him, if I can't bring my wife and my kids, I ain't coming. Hey, once again, you know, I ain't you no wife, I, though. we got, we got, we got food downstairs. The wifey upstairs. I don't know how she, she, she good with kids. You know, we, Man, you we, give we, her a tablet, her headphones right. and don't bother her. She won't bother you. Okay. Let's, let, let's knock out. We, 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 we rolling, we rolling. We get you a few. I'm going to hit you on some ones that I think I would love to hear from you. So, and thank you. When did you realize you were different? I didn't. Ooh. Somebody had to tell me. Ooh. I had to be told several times. Uh, I had to be, I'm still being told sometimes, like simple things that I think that, you know, we were raised as men supposed to do, like take the trash out. If my female friend, no sexual contact, nothing of that nature, nothing crazy, leaning, no situation, nothing like that. If I'm at our house and her trash needs to go, I'm taking it. Just that sound. Um, I got a female friend that would literally show up. Like she would wait for me to show up to kick it with her because she knew I was gonna take her trash out. Um, walking on the side of the road, you know what I'm saying? Different things of that nature. Like when I'm told that, I'm like, "Yo, ain't nobody doing this." Like, <laughs> uh, and then this, I think one of the biggest things for me was 
waking up one day and having a conversation with someone and they thought that it was they thought that what they were doing was right mm. they didn't see absolutely nothing wrong with it mm. you know like I thought to myself wow and it was just simple it was one of those things where you have a conversation with somebody and they say hey man I gave you 50 bucks I shouldn't have to ask for it because I didn't ask to give it to you and man well, if you want your money you can ask for it like you know what I'm saying like in a conversation or around people like that you think about it, like wow you didn't think there was nothing wrong with you not acknowledging the fact that I didn't ask to give you this. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it could be a moment like that or at work, whereas you got somebody the same rank as you see absolutely no problem with the fact that they don't want to help someone be the rank that they are. Yeah. Well, if he don't want it, I don't want it for him. Like, you know, he don't want it. Did you ask him or did you just put forth no effort? Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Appreciate this. Appreciate this. Okay. Okay. This is a would you rather. What? Would you rather go back in time and speak to your younger self? Or would you rather your future self come and talk to you now? Oh. Go back in time. If I got to pick one, I'm going back. Okay. What age are you going to? Uh, on the 18. 18. Okay. Like at the start of my military career. Because like I said, that's when I started to realize what responsibilities were. Okay. And even then, I still was neglecting my responsibilities and things of that nature. So if I got the opportunity to tell them, hey, listen, man, now, take nothing from it. I, I love these experiences that I've learned and gained from. But if I had the opportunity to go back and change them, because I don't, I, I'll say, I don't believe in regret. Everything's a lesson. You're taught. You learn. Learn. You saw. You did. I don't regret them all, but if I, if I'm picking between the two, I'm going back to say, hey man, here's an idea. Don't stop. Don't do this or do this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Funny story though, I wouldn't tell myself not to not have my both kids still. Real talk. Hey, I peeped it. I recognize it, and we love it. We love it. Okay, okay. We'll get you with these last three. We're skipping a few. <laughs> but hey, we, hey, hey, but y'all, I know y'all loving the conversation. Thank y'all for tuning in. Thank you, KG. Okay, oh, man, thanks for having me. Like I said, I don't think I'm a big deal, but hey, man, you the man in these streets. Hey, you, hey, you, man, hey, hey, you the man in these streets. I, I wouldn't be nothing without y'all. Let me tell you that. Let me tell, and without the Lord first and foremost. Hey, yo. hey let's let's put it right there. Yes, man. Hey, <laughs> hey, man, my bad, like. I don't know if people ever listen to Maverick City and uh, Kurt Franklin. Oh. And like when I listened to the song and Kurt Franklin pop on, bless me. <laughs> I was walking around work saying that and I've been messing with Serenity and uh, oh. we don't know saying it. Shouldn't have said it so many times. <laughs> that already, before you even started saying it, she was saying it. You understand? Like, bless me. I'm like, okay, this, is, this is something they got inside. But. <laughs> I be messing with her, you know what I'm saying? Because you know Serenity. Uh, Zerendi is for the Lord, and Amen. I think that it's always funny to mess with her and stuff too, because she'll hit you with that. She hits you with that old school from you know, what I'm saying that down South Baptist Church. You know, when that when that that motherboard lady, the one from the motherboard, starts singing, ah. Hey, that's <laughs> you a, ain't ready for it, but it's there. That's you know a culture right there that a lot of people don't like. 
I, that, once again, if we if we had more time, boy, let Ooh. me tell you, like, <laughs> like we we chop it up, sure, man. Okay, okay, okay. But we get into it. we get into it. So, how do you want people to remember you? As I am. Mm. Uh, I told my kid, and I tell people this. I'm not a nice person, but I'm a good man. Mm. I'm not going to always care how you feel. But just know that I'm always do my best to do right by you. All right. You know what I'm saying? That's how I want to be remembered. Like, he didn't, oh, man, he didn't tell me that I was a nice boy and things of that nature. Like, but he was like, yo, got pulled over in the middle of the night. He came and cussed me out. Get your dumb ass in the car. You know what I'm saying? But... He didn't sit at work and tell me that I should be giving me hugs and stuff like that. It's it's more of making sure that I do right by you because that's what's important. I think, you know, a lot of people say it's considering someone's feelings is doing right by them. But I think depending on, like, my result has to be that I did what was right for you. Yeah. Not what you may or may not think was. Mm. Love it, love it. What changes do you want to see in your culture? Um, camaraderie, um, understanding. Mm. Like that's a big deal to me, and I say that because I just had a conversation with my daughter's grandfather about Deion Sanders and Jackson State, and the controversy that happened, and how I looked at it, how I didn't. Um, I want us to do this thing where we. Here's something that I do. And if you're seeing this and you got a black-owned business, understand this is what I do. If you market your business as a black-owned business and I support you because you're black, do not feel offended when I ask for a discount. Mm. Because if you're black, you know that I came through the same struggles you went through. So you should know that I don't have full price for Target. I don't have full price for Walmart. I got to wait to go get their stuff. So if you want me to stop everything that I'm doing right now to give it to you instead of them, I would want you to understand why I'm giving it to you. If I'm just giving it to you because you exist, not because your product is great, that's something that you need to know and understand. Mm-hmm. If I ask you for a discount and you say no and give me a face, I'm going to still buy your product. It's crazy, but I'll still buy your product. But you'll never get another sale from me. Mm-hmm. Never. Um, I was at a fair, two different black-owned businesses, and I asked one for a discount. The guy had an attitude. I asked the next one. He said, yeah, man, I got you. I paid for a price, then made sure to tip extra because I want this guy to know that I want your business to thrive because you believe in people versus thinking of me as just a number. Mm. That's a big deal to me. Uh, Real spill. So for me, don't have me try to connect because of my blackness and I realize that we're both black. We've both been through the struggle. We're both going through the struggle. And if your price is higher because it has to be, explain that to me. But don't give me a higher price and then be upset that I want a discount because you're black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely support my business and my people. I don't believe in not doing it. However, I just, I don't like when it's this attitude or this stain for your people because they asked you for something that you didn't want to give them. 
have an understanding because the thought process that they're supposed to have it. Why don't you? You're the, you know, what I'm saying they're the customers. You know what I'm saying? That's a that's something that's big to me. Man, love that, love that. Another conversation for the future too. You lining yourself up for future conversations, man. <laughs> Let me tell you, you gotta have to become. We got to get you a, a little membership over here, my hey, man. Don't, hey. we, we get you with a discount though. Um, <laughs> hey, whenever we'll, whenever we'll do the thing that he was talking about, man. I, I definitely want to be in there, man, because I, I love conversations like this, bro. Hey, I love conversations with good people, and I love conversations that that go somewhere. Yeah, that's that's the purpose and, of everything. Culture. And everything, you know what I'm saying? And if people don't believe me when I don't feel like talking because I feel like the conversation ain't going. Dead. Oh, oh. <laughs> if but, you call me and say, how was your date? It was the same way it was yesterday. Man. I woke up, I went to sleep. But if you call me and say, hey, man, I have an idea. What are your thoughts on this? Hey, man, I saw something and I want to see what you're, you know what I'm saying? An intelligent conversation is going to beat out a dry conversation any day. See, see, but I, I'm, I'm gonna say I'm the type, you know, with the work that I do. I'm gonna hit you up. Hey, how you doing today? <laughs> and you may be like, oh man, I'm good. And I'm gonna hit you again. Nah, how you doing today, man? Everybody don't do that though. I know. Don't but really care how you I, I know, but I do. People, That's the difference, man. When I tell you, I hit about that third time. My partners be like, man, I'm going through it. Yeah, man. Yeah. So let's chop it up, bro. But like, you also have those people who. I think well, when I was single, and I'm still single, but when I was no child, that way. Yeah, yeah. When I didn't have a kid, everybody, so many people had access to me, and they don't have that access anymore. So when they call me to check on me, I'm really just waiting on them to tell me what they're going through, because mm. that's what I'm used to. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Sitting on the phone, talking to people about all their issues. So when people started calling me and asking me about my problem, I was like... You don't know how to approach that. I was just like, I'm straight. Same yeah. thing it was yesterday. See, and this question I'm about to ask you right now, the last question. And once again, you're doing such a great job. <laughs> but the last question, when I ask these people this question on Twitter Spaces, TikTok, on Zoom, they don't know how to respond. But when, I want to say, I, I think you could hit me with something different. So the last question we have for you right now, KG, is how can we support you? Oh, man. Um... To support me is easy, man. Just two two things to support me. Two things. Two things. Simple is easy. Pick up when I call. Mm. And if I don't, follow back up. That's how you support me. Um, oh, wait a minute. Are you talking about like my TikTok page? Or Anything. Like- we gonna get to that. We gonna get to that in a second. <laughs> That'd be a part of it. But and, like, and straight I up, think for me, man, in all simpleness and all easiness, man, pick up when I call because I I I don't always call. Mm. I don't often call. So when I do call, pick it up because people will tell you like my phone. I don't I don't ring all the time. So like if I if you see a missed call from me. Shoot me a text back. Let me know that you were busy, something. But pick up when I call, cause I know me. I don't always call, and when it's when it's when it's real, it's tough for me, and the things are rough for me. I'm gonna start calling. Yeah. So for me, it's pick up when I call. That's how I support. That's how I ask for support. Um, I got things in the works, so it's like if I had merch or something like that, yeah, pay buy it if you want it. But as the person that I am right now, the where I am in life, 
it's not a brand. It's not a, um, it's not a movement or anything. Who I am is people. I guess I can tell the world now. My name is Keevan Galmore. Mm. My first name is K E V I N, and everybody says Kevin. People who know me understand me, and are you know what I'm saying in my circle of friends and people, they know my real name is Keevan. But uh, I got tired of explaining to people that my name is Keevan. So I use my nickname, KG. Uh, also, I'm in the military. Whatever I do is my business, but I don't always push it out there like that. So in an effort to stay operationally secured, I just started using KG on everything. So I'm KG most places and all places on the internet. Um, but that's who I am. Keevan or KG, whatever. But pick up when I call. That's how I, that's my support that I need because I don't always call. So if I'm calling and you pick up, then that's how I know I can trust you. And that's how I build my relationship with you. But pick up when I call. Also, give me space, too, because I'm not going to always call. Be okay without me. Without, be okay with me not calling, but pick up when I do. That's that's how you support me. That's how that's that's my belief in who I am and how I am. Love it, man. Love it. I got to ask. Listen, I'm throwing another one, maybe two more. Do you want this episode to be the makings of KG or the makings of Keevan? You can, man... Make it either one because I'm it's one and the same to me. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? That. Make no mistake about it. KG is what a lot of people know. Keevan is those closest to me know. But the makings, I'm still I'm Keevan, but I'm also KG. So it's not it's not one of those things. You can either put it <laughs> you can put it either way for me. Hey, say less, mine. Say less. All right, hey, you did it. You done it. Hey, you man, completed I- the making of you with everything culture man congratulations Yo, man bro. i appreciate you for having me like i said like i don't feel like i don't feel like i'm a big deal but i definitely appreciate what you do for the culture hey. and appreciate you know, having me like and that's another thing too like i say we for those that don't know we met through tiktok i love meeting people who are who they are once you meet them you know what i'm saying my man pulled up to my kid's party and was kicking it with me. You know what I'm saying? He showed love, everything. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I love good people, man. I love surrounding myself with good people. Yeah, he don't understand. I, w- I was going in there like, I don't want to do too much my first time coming in. They don't know me, but I'm about to, I'm about to drop like, hey, kids, like all of the cars on me. No, like, but, like, but I see, you know, but I've done it before and I be stepping on, I don't want to step on nobody's toes or fingers with kids. We are, I appreciate yeah. you just showing up. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody don't do that. So. Oh, no. I'm going to show up, baby. I'm going to support my people for real. But when I tell you, them kids running through them t- them cars, I like, yeah. I like. Hey, that boy walked up. <laughs> I need more toe. Like, me too. <laughs> oh, like, me too. What you mean? In like 10 minutes. Boy, like, we had we started a conversation, handed the cards. Five seconds. Hey, man, I ain't got Smalls. Hey, but hey, they, 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 that, that's another country. Hey, because we will be having a series about gaming 
arcades, leading into gambling and all that, you know, in the future. Because I, hey, I, I, I see a lot of it happening too, man. I, I've been reading and looking at some stuff, and I and I catch certain things too, man. So that, yeah, man. Like I say, you know. Thank you for having me, number one. And again, man, if you have me back, I'll definitely come back. I don't have a problem. Oh, for man. sure. But if the people are looking for you and you're trying to be found, where can they find you? They can find me on TikTok, K-A-Y-G-E-E-6885. Uh, find me on TikTok. I'm, so that's another thing, too. You can find me on um, IG, K-E-V-I-N-L-A-T-E-Z. Uh, I'm on... I'm on uh, what's that too? I do this thing every two years, 365 days of something. Right now it's music. I just put the lyrics and then the person who said them, and then you can go and find the song yourself. But it started because I did 365 days of Black History, then I did 365 days of Questions, I did 365 days of Positivity. Um, I was doing it on Facebook, and then I got an Instagram. So now like it's a daily thing that happens on my story. But I do it every two years. And Kevin Hart is the reason that I do that. Mm. I heard him talk about how he does a show every two years or a special every two years. So I was just like, you know what? I can commit to something for about six months, you know what I'm saying, to a year, see what happens. And then I did it. And I was like, oh, I just do it every two years now. No, I love that, boy. I love that. That's, that's what they, once again, the pillars here, everything, culture is respect, communication, and consistency. Mm-hmm. So we love that, man. We appreciate you coming on here again. So, hey, we appreciate everybody here on TikTok. They've been rocking with us for this past hour and hour and a half, man. Tag Shout me in it, man. See what happened. How many people watching? It's probably like four or five. There's no one watching. We had a 10, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we had <laughs> But they been hey, dropping in, dropping team. out. We got Hazel. We got Courtney. We got T.J. Lee. She's steady talking to us. We got oh, Z. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got, some, you got some fans. You got some loved ones in here. We got Ugo. You know, hey man, and it's the first time we did a makings of you live like this Ooh, where man. it's all on you. So hey, once again, man, we want to say thank you again. We want to say thank y'all. We appreciate y'all. Y'all can find us anywhere you listen to a podcast. Once again, it's everything culture with an A, no I. Anywhere you type in everything culture will pop up. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, um, Good Pods, YouTube, you name it. We appreciate y'all. We love y'all. Thank you again, KG. Thank you. Hold on. How do how do we pronounce the, the it's not Kevin, it's what? Keevan. Keevan. Thank Keevan. you, Keevan, man. Keevan Galmo. My kids don't know my middle name. I ain't gonna tell them about it, my middle name. <laughs> I was messing with my kids because they don't know my middle name. They, they, <laughs> and when I told them, they said Daddy Yo, my middle name, Galmo. I was like, ah, get out of here. Hey, you gotta love that boy. You gotta love that, man. But thank you again, brother. We appreciate you. What's up, man?